Blog Talk Radio. This is the Chab Dogs Sports Talk Show. We're ADHD hosts that are OCD about our sports. Host Brandon Chabner brings you Eric the Well Red, Frank the Tank, and Boston Mark for sports talk that's breaking news everywhere else. Now, here's your host, Brandon Chabner. Hi, hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, another edition of Chab Dog Sports Talk. This is the Letting out the specter of Labor Day get in the way show. We're trying to enjoy August before things get even more serious when Labor Day hits and the year really gets gets going quickly and fast. And before you know it, we're at the holidays. Um, but we still got the glorious month of August. And I got Stan Burr on the line. And uh, by the way, this is brought to you by Chab Dog Sports Blog for your head of your sports headlines, fighting sports commentary. And by Chabner Law, serving Southern California's transactional legal needs, contract drafting, business structuring, uh, transaction structuring, and negotiations, regulatory compliance. Check that out at ChabnerLaw.com. All right, well, uh, I got Stan Burr on the line and Frank Fleming. How are you guys doing? Uh, Stan, why don't you hey, start con- off? Uh, hey, congratulations to young Ben. I know, I know. You saw that. Yeah, I was so happy. I think it's wonderful. It. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think um, it's great. We'll see what he does. He he he's uh, certainly worked hard for that. And um, Kansas Kansas he went there with his mom and and you know seems to like it there. Uh, he's got a lot of relatives in that area. And did, um, mom, did, you know, we'll did mom go to Kansas? Yeah, she was there. Um, she was there as a huge you know huge supporter of the of the college. She had a great time and uh, great. Yes, yeah, I think it's wonderful in, news. In, I, was, I was very excited to see that. Yeah, well, I will, if he goes away, we'll really miss him. But um, and it's not 100% sure he's still applying a few other schools, including one or two in this area. But sure. um, yeah, but at least he, you know, he got. Jayhawk. <laughs> I, I know, I know, <laughs> Frank. You, you you like to rub salt in the wounds of the Jayhawks, but. But uh, you better be well, careful. Well, you got to take one of you about the Jayhawks. He'll he'll watch some good college basketball, and he'll get maybe five wins in college football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they are in the uh, Misfit Conference, aren't they? Right. Yeah. 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 But, um, but still, some yeah, they've had some great yeah. players come out of there. The other school he's looking at is Western Kentucky, and 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 they've got a good. Basketball team too, don't they? Yeah, sure. Ah, do. they're one of those teams that always like gets to the Sweet Sixteen. 
they got that weird looking mascot. What 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 is their uh, mascot? The Blue Raider is that right? Is it, are they the Blue Raiders? No, it's called they're called the Hilltoppers. Oh, the but Hilltoppers. Their mascot, look, their mascot looks like um, this like red rover type thing. Oh, like a dog? It's a dog? No, it's it it it, it, it looks like a muppet. Ah, okay. <laughs> Google Western one. Kentucky mascot. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And you'll see what I mean. Uh-huh. So, uh, so Frank had a good day yesterday. He got to go to Yankee. You were at Yankee Stadium, is that right? Yes, I was. Uh. <laughs> got to sit back, have a nice nice meal, and watch Chris Sale get pummeled. <laughs> yep, it looks like, a, it looks like a, uh, Chris Sale's been foreclosed. He's going out of business. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on there. Frank, can you fill me in? Um, the team looks like they're loaded. And yet they look lethargic. They look slow. Uh, I don't understand what's happening there. A week ago, the Red Sox were on the verge of getting back into this thing. They had won three straight against the Yankees, going on to Sunday Night Baseball. Chris Hale didn't pitch well, and the Yankees won. But it was still a competitive game, 9-7. to seven. Uh, then, the, then the Red Sox got swept by Tampa Bay. And, yeah. and while getting swept by Tampa Bay, Dave Dombrowski, instead of – uh, making a trade at the trade deadline said it wasn't worth it since we don't have a shot to win a division. And it's like the air has completely come out of the Red Sox. They have played nothing but but lethargic, terrible baseball last last week. Seven straight losses. It, it, it's like, I, yeah, how could the general manager actually say that? Maybe you say that. Your mouth shut. Is is it the pitching or what is it? The lineup they're hitting is still hitting. Oh yeah, yeah it's, it's mainly been the pitching. I mean, you can only I, hit like that so for so long. You cannot survive in hitting like that forever. But Chris Chris Sale used to be an automatic win when he went up, and I'm just shocked he's like at five five and eleven now or something. Well, you were there, Frank. Did he? Did he? Did his fastball look like it's not not uh, got enough juice on it? Yeah, basically. And um, he the uh, the umpire yesterday was uh, kind of squeezing him. Erickson, yeah. Uh, yeah. But the manager said he went out there purposely to get thrown out of the game. That's what I understand. But it was <laughs> just the the that what was it that was. Was that the fifth inning or the fourth inning where he just complete total meltdown, where he allowed seven runs? Yeah. I, I just don't understand it. And and I, I looked at the lineup. The lineup is still pretty solid hitting wise. Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm having difficulty coming to grips with why a team with so much talent that they have all of a sudden, you know, can't win. I mean, they can still. They can. The Red Sox still have the ability to get in back in the ball game, right? Yeah, but it, it's not looking good. They're five and a half now, out of the second wild card spot. So who's ahead of them? Tampa Bay and Cleveland. 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 Uh, I think well, Oakland's also ahead of them too. And Oakland. Yeah. Oakland. Well, why can't yeah. they? You know, they turned off real fast in the last few games. I would think that they could turn it back on though. Yeah, well, they can. Once they start playing the weaker teams, they they tend to obviously do better against the weaker teams. 
So um, they got to get they'll get through this stretch, but it's still it just doesn't. They're going to have to beat the teams ahead of them, and they they don't. Their pitching is crappy. I mean, it's just crap. But seven straight losses to to uh, Tampa and Yankees, especially losing three at home. They're uh, under 500 at home on the season. Uh, I got to say right now, the Red Sox, their playoff hopes look bleak. I looked at the uh, standings yesterday, and it looks to me like right now they're slightly above being a 500 team. Yeah, they're like five over, five or four over. And uh, if if they went on a 50-game winning streak, they'd end up with the same record they had last year. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Can you believe that? That's amazing. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah, they have as many losses now on August 4th as they had all last year. But, yeah, I blame the uh, management a lot for this because they got complacent and they didn't proactively deal with their pitching problem. Like you pointed out, Frank, at the beginning of the year, that bullpen is is vulnerable and weak and you cannot. You got to be very uh, diligent about addressing. I understand that they wanted that, that for some reason they did not want to bring back Kimbrel. But you tell me they couldn't bring in Shane Green. Mhm. They could have. They could have done. And then Dombrowski about. to actually say, "We don't. It's not worth trading prospects. We don't have a chance." I mean, that's just that's just disheartening. It's like ripping the heart out of your team. That's like throwing in the the, the, the towel. Yeah, because uh, you gotta I, be damn good to make the playoffs. You can't just be an also ran. And and if they they're sadly mistaken if they think they can just kind of casually uh, bump their way back their way into the. I mean, I I, I I thought at at worst they'll be the wild card team. I at worst that's what I thought they'd be. And and, and when you're that talented, that. You never know what can happen. And for Dombrowski to say what he said, that's just, just like, I know I don't know how the team, the team has not responded well. They have not responded yeah. well since he said that. Yeah, it's like, well, if he's not going to really try and do his job, why should I do mine? Why, why should I really bust my ass? They made no attempts at the trade uh, deadline to, to pull anybody in then. No, they got, they got Kashner. The Orioles oh, yeah. Oh well. We know. And then the GM actually said that it's not worth trading prospects when it's it. We don't really have a shot. Man, man, it's not like it's the Pittsburgh Pirates. Like we lose every game. <laughs> oh man, I've those. <laughs> that's my other team. <laughs> have they died or what? They fucking died. The Mets. The Mets won another game off of them. Last Mid- night, right? They should never have taken the break at the All Star break. They should never. <laughs> they should have kept on playing. They were they were closing in on something, and then they just fell apart. I love that they fight had, that they had with the Reds this week. That was a yeah, nasty that, fight. That was great. You want? Do you know anything about that? Like it was just about one of their pitchers pitching up and into Dietrich. Is that right? Yeah, Dietrich got hit a couple of times this year. Yeah. Do you know Do you know about this, Stan? Yeah, I, I, I know about it, and I also know that, that Puig is dangerous. He's an exploding uh, cannon. 
he can go off at any minute. <laughs> and, uh, boy, did he, he was Puig was officially off the team. I don't know why he yeah. was in red uniform, but anyway, here's a guy that's been traded. He's he's still on the bench for some reason, and he he's the first one out there to get the fight. Oh my God, he was. Someone ringing my doorbell. He just <laughs> lost it. He just lost yeah, it. He, I I call him the the frosted flake. He he's got oh that dyed. Uh, he's got that blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> They're still trying to find out how he came into the country, incidentally. Oh, really? What do you mean? Like, yeah. do they think he may- maybe if he doesn't have the proper documentation? Well, he may have come in, uh, you know, under the wire or something. Something strange happened. Uh, oh, yeah, that's cool, Dave. Never mind. What were they delivering to you, Frank? Your uh, Red Sox shirt? <laughs> I don't know. I think the next door neighbor has a domestic worker next door. Cleaning out. Yeah, yeah. Here's here's a question. I have a question for you guys right off the top. Who do you think is the best owner in professional sports? Hmm. The best owner? the The reason I'm asking this is because Forbes magazine once again came out with the most valuable sports franchises in the world. Only one team came out with worth five billion dollars. Everybody else came in the four billion, three billion, etc., etc. They gave like fifty of them, but I took the top ten. When I realized that Jerry Jones of the Dallas Cowboys in 1989 bought the Dallas Cowboys for 140 million dollars, it is now worth five billion dollars. It's the number one sports franchise of all. Well, mm-hmm. the Cowboys are a brand. And they haven't won a Super Bowl since 1996. And a lot of well, teams on this list haven't won. It's interesting. Well, what are the Patriots ranked? Are the Patriots, the Patriots in the top ten? Patriots are ranked in number seven at $3.8 billion. But interestingly enough, number five... The New York Knicks at four billion. Yeah. That's because they own the That's because the Knicks own the building, the Madison Square Garden, which yeah. on itself is part of the value. But when's the last time they won anything? Forty five years ago, forty six years ago. Yeah, the Yankees are number two on the list, incidentally, at four point six billion. And then but you with get the uh, with the Knicks value, a lot of it has to do with Madison Square Garden. Yeah, right. Okay. But there's only one, um, I believe, one other than uh, the Dallas Cowboys and the New England Patriots. I think there's only, that's the only, oh, no, 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 I'm wrong. Number 10, tied with the Dodgers at $3.3 billion, are the New York Giants, football Giants. So they're at $3.3 yeah. billion. But two of them, the other two, there were two soccer teams, Manchester in Barcelona and Madrid, Real, three of them, and, uh, and then you get to the Lakers, number eight, the Golden State Warriors, number nine, the Dodgers and the Giants tied at number ten. But I thought that's quite a sweet deal to buy something for 140 million dollars, which is now worth five billion. 
Well, how much did the Steinbrenners buy the Yankees for in 1973? Good question. Don't know. You it probably wasn't know that more much. Than, yeah. You probably know more about it than I do. Mm-hmm. I think it might have only been like $10 million. You know, Forbes comes out. Well, a lot of lists come out about this time of year, but Forbes always comes out with the most most valuable sports franchises in the world. And I frankly thought that there'd be others from outside the confines of the United States. But ten million—that's how much uh, George Simon brought the Yankees for in 1973. Ten million. Ten million. Yeah. And, and now they're worth 4.6 billion. Yep. So actually. That's a bigger uh, up than the than Dallas Cowboys, is it? Yeah. Dallas was purchased for 140 million. Uh, I can't even figure out that percentage increase. It's it's uh, what a thousand. Mind boggling. Yeah, it's mind boggling. Is right. But you know, I always thought of Jerry Jones as kind of like a doofus. Sometimes, you know, the toupee is not on quite straight, and all this kind of. He knows what the hell he's doing. Look at that monster thing he built down there in the stadium. Look well, if he only thing. could figure his quarterback situation out, he might actually have a team that uh, is back in the Super Bowl. Well, I'm not sure that Jerry Jones is ever going to see that. Because quarterback and coach. This, this guy, Ezekiel Elliott, is really something. Yeah, but right now that's not, that's not, that, that's not a good situation right now. He's holding out. Yeah, but he's at Cabo of all places. <laughs> what he's on the beach somewhere? No. Now that's a strange thing. But also, a list came out uh, yesterday or the day before. It called "Pro Athletes: Big Winners and Big Losers When the Career Clock Comes to Zero. This is how much money people made and how much they've lost. Oh, yeah, it's I'm ab- sure. Absolutely, Sports Illustrated, I think, came out with it. Showed that 78% of NFL players are bankrupt or nearly so, two years after their career ends. And 60% of NBA players lose it all within five years. Wow. Pretty staggering. The list of failures is too long to even go through. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you you who's done well is uh, Roger Staubach. Uh Uh-huh. He's been very successful with real estate. Oh, he yeah. was at the uh, he was at the NH NFL uh, Hall of Fame induction ceremony, I think. Yeah. Uh, did you did you watch any of that? I watched some of it. I wanted to see Ed Reed. Of course, Ed came out wearing his yellow hat, his flying, and then Ray Lewis went off. I had to see that. No, I was so, watching the Mets game. Yesterday, I, I, I watch him every so often. Yeah, I, I wasn't exactly bowled over by the inductees in general. You know, I mean, it was nice to see Gil Brandt get in. Yeah, that, yeah. There was the, that older guy from the uh, the Chiefs, uh, the running back. Johnny, Johnny Robinson. Or, Johnny, Johnny Robinson. Robinson. You probably know him. I don't know him. Yeah, uh, he, was, he was terrific. He was really good. But, yeah. you know, he got away uh, a long time. Well, what do, you, what, what do you see next year's Hall of Fame induction ceremony? Oh, this is the 100th 20, anniversary of the NFL. 20 yeah. people going in? No. 20 like people it. are going in next year. Don't That's like it ridiculous. at all. That's ridiculous. 20 people? Like, who isn't That's, going in? Yeah. I better watch my mail. 
<laughs> if you're putting 20 people in, then they better start cleaning up the EMS. Finding all the people that should be in, put them in. Like, uh, people like, um, Joe Klecko. Yeah. Bob Kuchenberg. Um, yeah, Bob Kuchenberg. Miami Dolphins. Right. I just right. don't understand. Do you, have, do you have the list? Why would they do that? Well, they they, they just have a, a committee make the votes. Yeah, but Here's another they... guy who just died yesterday, should be in the Hall of Fame, isn't. Cliff Branch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike Receiver. Terrific what a, what Receiver. Speed Merchant for the Raiders, yes. How Kenny the hell Stabler's is Cliff Park. Branch not in the Hall of Fame? I mean, I, I, I actually, when he died yesterday, died yesterday, or just they died uh, Thursday. Yeah. I, I, I heard that... He was not in the Hall of Fame. I was shocked. Didn't didn't play well, long enough. How long did he? How long was his? No, prime, he played prime? long enough. Like he was there for the the Raiders' glory years in the seventies, right? Like six or seven years. He was on yeah. all three all three Super Bowl winning teams. Four time All Pro. Oh. Two time led the NFL in the, in the, the receiving touchdowns. I mean, how is he not in the Hall of Fame? It, 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 well, the NFL always screws over the Raiders. Yeah. Well, I mean, Bolitnikov would got in, and maybe that was just they thought that was it. They don't want to – Dave Casper's in, right? Yeah. But yeah, the, the, it, it's ridiculous that he is not in the Hall of Fame. Part of the reason they were in the glory days was because of Cliff Branch. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, four-time four uh, pro, uh, four-time all-pro. Here's another name. Is this guy in the Hall of Fame, Ahmad Rashad? No, no. Okay, well, that's another one. They're they're about, they're very similar, I think. And if if you don't let in Rashad, you're probably. I mean, I think his numbers were probably better than. Mm, I don't know about that. Let me look at Ahmad Rashad's numbers. That guy had a lot of catches. So maybe, maybe a lot of these people, Frank, you're talking uh, about. They have a similar amount of catches. Uh, Cliff Branch has 67 touchdowns. Rashad only has 44. Rashad only has uh, about 6,800 yards receiving career, and uh, Cliff Branch has 8,600 career. Oh, wow. So and you what about all, all pro selections? None. Uh, second team all pro for uh, Ahmad Rashad once. Uh, three times for uh, Cliff Branch. Okay. Wow, sounds like he's got a stronger case, so... Yeah, I think he should be in. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's shocking that Cliff Branch is not in the Hall of Fame. How about how it's about another uh, Raider Sam, that got screwed? How about how about Sammy White? Is he in? No. Sammy White? No, I don't think he is. No. Oh, he was good. Let me look at his numbers. Wide receivers have they got to be? You got to have huge numbers to get in. 
Three-time All-Pro, um, 6,400 yards, 50 touchdowns. I could I could uh, say that he might deserve to be in, but Cliff Branch has better numbers. Yeah. Well, there been there have been a number of receivers mm-hmm. who got in with what I consider to be less than sterling numbers. Like well, you know, who, you know who's in the Hall of Fame who may not should be in the Hall of Fame? But he made one hell of a catch and was a Super Bowl MVP. Dwight yeah. Clark? Lynn Swan. Oh, no, 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 no. Lynn Swan, he's got to be in there, man. You can't, you can't even say that. You just can't say that. Is he, is he in the Hall of Fame? Yes, yes. yes. What, what about John Stallworth? Yes, they're both in. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, but to me, and Lynn Swan has good numbers, 5,400 yards yeah. receiving, 51 touchdowns, of course, three-time, uh, what is that? Uh, no, he never was uh, all-pro. Only Actually, only all-pro once, 1978. Who is that? Swan. Lynn Swan. But Lynn it, Swan. it's That's more than numbers. Out. You know, it, with him, it's more than numbers. It's, it's when with he was Swan? shining... When Swan made that catch, that's what put him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that catch at the 50-yard line when he it hit his chest and then he caught it out of the air as he was falling to the ground. I mean, that just like uh, Bill Mazeroski. Yeah, he hit that home run. He's in the Hall of Fame for that one home run. What was he batting about 260? Yeah, they actually changed up the. Uh, the Veterans Committee vote after he got in because some people were pissed. And now they need to change it again because of Howard Baines. That's right. 25 years and 2,500 hits. What are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, that, there have been instances of God knows what, how people got in. I have no idea how some of these people got in. I know I was reading a long time ago about some receivers they were complaining from Washington, D.C. They didn't make it to the Hall of Fame, and yet there, one guy got in with incredibly, I don't want to say low, low numbers, but I, I didn't think that, I believe that a Hall of Fame in baseball should be a 300 hitter. You're not going to oh, see those. Yeah. You're not going to see that, too many. That would mean that nobody would be getting into the Hall of Fame, just about. Yeah. It's too, that's too high of a bar. Please. Yeah, especially now that baseball's changed. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean Reggie Jackson. I mean, come on. Can, Reggie, uh, Jackson, can, Reggie Jackson. I, I don't think he even had a 300 season. There's no. There's only one catcher that had 300 career batting average. Uh, Mike Piazza. Yeah, Mike Piazza was like was the only catcher that really sustained a 300 yeah. career average his whole career. Well, I know one thing. From what I've been watching on TV lately, there's not going to be any other catchers making it, hitting that much anymore. You know, Mickey Mantle didn't finish his career with a 300 batting average. That's he had right. oh, four seasons at the end of his career, and he ended up batting 298, 296, something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 297, I thought. Yeah. It, yeah, there, there's there's no reason to have have a numerical requirement because. The, the power number considerations have to be have to be looked at. 
See, um, um, what we're so, going to have to do is we're going to start looking at people with different things. But you have to have – there are requirements to get into these halls of fame, although in, in professional basketball, they seem to take in large numbers at one time, more so than in baseball and, uh, and in football. <laughs> they have large crowds going in. I don't, some of that, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I like smaller – uh, uh, elite, elite players. Even though I will tell you that the word "elite" is being used improperly nowadays, I don't know what elite is anymore. So, the, you know, the the the, the, uh, the bar for receivers is really ridiculous. I mean, what about Chris Collingsworth? Is he in there? No. 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 He's not. He had a great career. Absolutely great career. Yep. But I don't he know played. if we've got Hall of Fame numbers. It's, I think it's they, – they don't think receivers are really legitimate football players in a lot of respects because well, they're, they're not physical. They're not, you know, tackling people. What, look at this. What about field um, goal kickers? Field goal kickers are not regarded as real football players. Yeah. And they had yeah, a hell of a time worse. getting anybody – a hell of a time getting anybody into the Hall of well, Fame. Well, how long years. did it take Ray Guy to get into the Hall of Fame? Ray Guy was one of the greatest punters I've ever seen in my life. Other than Sammy Ball, which I never saw, but the only guy who averaged 50 yards a punt. Um, yeah. But and Ray he's Guy the only, was And he's the only one that's in, right? Ray Guy Ray Guy's the only Ray Guy's the only one that's in. Yeah. Uh, you can't call Sammy Ball a punter. He was a quarterback, but he punted. I mean, Sammy, Sammy Ball was a freak. He was a freak. He, he, he practiced in western Texas somewhere in the wind. He used to kick the ball directly into the wind. What about the game and, where he uh, had uh, three uh, three touchdowns and three interceptions? And I don't mean he threw three interceptions. No. He had he played, three interceptions. Yeah. He actually played quarterback that became a defensive back. Right. And there was one game I think he had like uh, like like six t- like a whole bunch of touchdown passes. And then he had like a like a whole bunch of like like three interceptions. Yeah. From what I read about Sammy Baugh, he was one of the few players. And of course, it was a different era that actually brought people to the game. <sighs> people actually come to watch Sammy Baugh play. Sammy Baugh is, without a doubt, the best football player prior to 1950. Mm, I. I I think I agree with that. I have his autograph. Mm-hmm. It's up on my wall, as a matter of fact. Well, he lived for he lived a long life too. I mean, he didn't die till he was like in his mid nineties. Yeah. Only a few years ago. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I he I, was he was on the verge much, of uh. Yeah, he was ninety. He he died. Oh wow, he's been dead now. Actually, uh, ten years. He died yeah. in two thousand eight. He was ninety four when he died. What was uh? What was uh, his statistics? Height and weight. You remember that he wasn't very big. Six two, about an average size. You think so? One eighty two. Six two. Wow. Yep. I had he him led the like league, a... Here it is. He led the league in passing and interceptions in nineteen forty three. Wow. So he was. Imagine so he was that. like. Here it is. He had. He had. Um, I mean, for uh, before the the passing era, he had 
He had uh, 21,000 yards. He averaged 45.1 yards per punt. And he had 31 interceptions. And 187 career touchdown passes. Frank, I think he's the only person in the history of the NFL, mark this if I'm wrong here, who averaged over 50 yards a punt. Well, uh, at the end of his career, it's 45. Okay. But, yeah, his, here, here it is. Uh, yep, record, 51.4 in the 1940 season. 51.4. And place kickers who rely, the teams rely heavily on place kicking to, for winning games, they have a hell of a time getting into Hall of Fame. They're There's not, not many in there. There's, uh, who's in there? There's Jan Stenerud. Yep. Morton Anderson's in. Yep. And Benetari's in. Vinatieri is going to be in, right? Oh, Vinatieri, oh, yeah, he's definitely going to go in. What about the big guy from Poland? Oh, Janikowski. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got a shot. Yeah, he does. If he doesn't, if he doesn't do something embarrassing when he retires, you know, he's kind of well, a he fuck has up. retired. Oh, yeah. he, he has retired. retired. He, he uh, officially retired. He officially last retired year. in February. Yeah, he called it quits. When are you retiring, Frank? <laughs> hey, Michael, how are you? Hey, Stan, how you doing? Yeah, what about... Oh, really? Oh, you know, if I was in... Here we go, right? Here With we... them... <laughs> you know what this is? He's talking about the Red Sox, but he doesn't know anything about the Red Sox. Oh, Mark. That's the difference between Red Sox fans and Mets fans. See, Mets fans go into the trading deadline and say, oh, we're giving up, even though the team trades for the best available pitcher, and the team is not giving up. Red Sox fans don't give up until they're actually mathematically eliminated or they lose in the playoffs. Well, the Mets, the Mets, are, the Mets are in it, but they're not realistically in it. Ah, realistically. So are the Dolphins realistically in it? Uh, in fact, no. I think the Dolphins might be on the clock. Please, please, please be on the clock. I mean, All we've right, already so fired our fucking offensive line coach. I mean, what the fuck the are Mets? we doing? Well, Flores is a new coach. I mean, maybe the guy was multi with them. You don't know. Sure, it'll come no, out. He, no, he wouldn't he have fired came, him for Flores no reason. Flores actually came out and said that, said that, said that I was not happy with how he his work ethic. I was not happy with how... The offensive line was well, being run, so he he just basically like looked at this he guy cut his ass. and said, "You know what? You're, you're, you're out of here. Get out." Mm-hmm. So Sounds I guess like maybe that's a good, good thing. Yeah. That's that is a, a good thing. thing. Well, you it's know, the, the, the fat, is, Frank. It's not the, the coaches. I don't think Brian Flores is. I don't know if he's going to be a good but coach. What was the Dolphins' offensive line coach doing last year? Wasn't he sniffing lines off that of Hulk's ass ago, or something? Yeah. He had the cokehead. Yeah, all right. So let's go. Anyway, you well, shouldn't give up on the match if they're the theoretically still in it. I think we've now had like uh, 14 different offensive line coaches in uh, 12 years. Yeah, Patriots just had two. Yeah, well, they had the best one ever. That's right. At least we agree on well, something. Well, all I know Dante, is that the Mets uh, are... Dante Scrinetti is, is, is without a doubt the best That's ever. Right. 
The, the Mets are closer to a playoff worthy. berth right now than the Red Sox are, and that's very disturbing. I don't know yeah, if they'll you ever know put an offensive. I don't know if they'll ever put an offensive line coach in the Hall of Fame, but if they do, he deserves uh, to be in. Positional uh, coaches have gone in only a couple, but I think he's one of them. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't object him getting the Hall of Fame. Who, who yeah, you he Dante well, Stanekia, your favorite. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, the yeah, one who yeah. the one who the one who should be in the Hall of Fame, and is actually a crime that he's not in yet, is Robert Kraft. Why isn't he in the Hall of Fame yet? Probably because he got the hooker. Because <laughs> he's in the Hall of Fame. Oh come on, that's that is the stupidest. <laughs> someone like uh, the guy with the swizzle sticks there. Uh, he was the offensive Ernie Zampezi. The big deal of this whole thing with Kraft and the massage parlor. He's an uh, old I man. don't think it's a big deal. He's an old man. I'm sure the, I'm sure the hooker didn't the, think it was a big deal. He's, he's a widower. <laughs> and uh, and that, that, that didn't happen at these places. At these, uh, probably hung like a field mouse. They probably had to zoom in to see what was going on. It's a yeah. rub and tug. It's something completely he different. He popped a Viagra. He went into the rub and tug and, uh, you know, called it a day. I mean, it's the stupidest story of all time. Really? Because, like, like, if I had got caught the... doing that, Frank, I'm sure you'd throw the was... book at me in your court. I actually think uh, prostitution should be legal. Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth was be. with prostitutes all the time, I, right? I mean, that I, was that was I, common I, knowledge. Yeah, probably he went yeah. to brothels. He went to brothels. Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle. I think every state, every state should follow Nevada's laws. However, Nevada does lo- it. Licensed and regulated. Yes. Licensed and regulated. That's how I think every state should be. And well, yeah, how much tax money? Coffee. How much tax it's, money do you think? Does uh does Nevada pull in for that? I don't know. Yeah, and that's I why they don't have a lot of money. They don't have to have state income taxes there. There's no state income tax in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, How you doing, Chad Dog? Meanwhile, New Jersey has the highest property hey, taxes, man. the highest income taxes, and our budgets are always uh, short. Go figure. Frank, yeah. I'm just gonna say this one time to you: the Red Sox. Will be heard from this year, okay? All right. I'm glad you were at the game yesterday and you saw the umpire not calling strikes for the Red Sox, and then calling strikes for the Yankees when the ball was clearly outside. What the fuck well, is that box for? Did you I, I, know, I, I heard it. The guy, the guy who actually invited I mean, judges, me to the game. Wait a minute. Actually, wait a minute. You heard it? Judges, fucking six eight. The pitch was in the box. Mark, he's fucking six eight. It was nowhere near his chest, and he Mark, didn't call I actually it a went to the game with, I actually horrible. went to the game with Red Sox fans. Did you go to the game? Did you go to the Yankees game at Yankee Stadium? That's a shock. Are you switching colors already? No, I got. I actually, I actually got invited by a Red Sox fan. I know I you told me. Sox I got your text. Yeah. Did you tell him that you loved 1986? Did anyone spill a <laughs> beer on you? Actually, he was this guy was born in 1986. Yeah, there you go. So he doesn't know what I know. 
And he's, I know uh, that you need a beer spilt on your head. He's actually a uh, Wichimacaw. He's actually a firefighter in Worcester. You said Dorchester. Or Dorchester, excuse me. Yeah, it's a big difference. Anyway, second let, of all... Let me get, uh, let me get actually, a word in here. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I, I, there, there's definitely hope, I think, next week, because the, the Royals are coming to town for the Red Sox, and uh, we get the Royals for three games, and then we get the Angels for four games. So help is on the way. Angels are <laughs> hot and cold, though. The Angels are hot and cold. I know. Angels are capable of playing good baseball, but uh, let's pray they're, they're in, they stay in their funk, you know. They've been well, the, well, the, the problem with the, the problem with the Red Sox still right now is it's it's now uh, five and a half behind the uh, the second wild card, and that's that's where you have to go on the road and win a road wild card game. Yeah, that'd be hard. Major League <laughs> Baseball has released its attendance report thus far for the year in 2019. Who is about bottom five? Teams with the least Baltimore. attendance. Baltimore Marlins. is that is correct. Baltimore is third from the bottom. Marlins. How about Ta- Tampa Bay? The Nationals. Next to the bottom. No, Tampa it's Bay. Nationals draw well. Nationals draw well. Nationals won't be in the bottom five. Nope. You got three it's of gonna them be, so far. It's going to be the Marlins. It's going to be the Orioles. Marlins to the, it's Marlins be to the bottom. Padres. Uh, no, Padres draw well. Padres draw well. How about the, the Royals? Royals. Yes, the Royals. No, uh, Royals go well. And you got, you're really? missing one now. You're only missing one from the Oakland. bottom. You got it. Oakland, Kansas City, Oakland. Baltimore, Tampa Bay, and Miami. So Florida is a great place for baseball. <laughs> well, but for spring training it is. Well, Tampa's got a terrible stadium. Tampa's got a terrible stadium. Oh, that's it's a, a bad, terrible that's, location. You're being and very kind when you say terrible. And it's the fans awesome, of Miami yeah. have been so jilted by all the uh, the players being sold off and and uh, all this. Well, the, what uh, the about the best this. pitcher hitting the rocks? And and just all these years of just having the uh, the rug pulled out from under them. I mean, Miami fans are just just jilted, and Miami fans are are fair weather fans anyway. I mean, hell, right, like Dan Marino. Marino. Miami's got a great-looking stadium, but Tampa Bay is an awful place. Just all Baltimore's good. Kansas City's good. I don't know about Oakland. I think Oakland plays. Oh, Oakland's a dump. Oh, Oakland's awful, dump. awful. Oakland Coliseum is Coliseum? a nightmare. Oh, oh hey, hey, Brandon, I, I, yeah. if we went one more up, we would hit the Pittsburgh Pirates. Nah. Yeah, I figured they would be pulling up the rear. They're number 25th. six. 25th from uh, the bottom. Who's number one? Yank? One, two, three, four, five, six, six from the bottom. Yeah, With the no Reds are getting together. The Reds are getting together. Who's number one, Yank? Pittsburgh's got a gorgeous park. LA Dodgers. Dodgers, number one. Wow. St. Louis Cardinals, number two. Wow. New York Yankees, number three. Chicago well, Cubs, number four. Colorado, well, the Dodgers, number... actually, Dodger Stadium is the largest stadium in baseball, yeah. attendance-wise. After the Cubs, it's Colorado, the Los Angeles Angels, the Boston Red Sox, and the Philadelphia Phillies. And, 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 and the Red Sox, the, reason why the, the only reason the Red Sox so were that Philadelphia was smart for signing. Yeah. Uh, well, because Fenway doesn't hold Mark, as many. Mark, 
You're talking you know 12, the only reason why the Red Sox are that low? Yeah, I do. They're sold out every game. Why? Why are they that low, Frank? Why are they not higher on the list? Why? It's because the um, Fenway Park is one of the smallest stadiums in baseball attendance-wise. That's what I just said, Frank. I just said that. <laughs> Do you ever listen to anyone else talk, or are you just fucking in your own world? No, you're in your own world. <laughs> has anybody? My has world anybody is gone winning. To, no, your world is only Boston, 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 Boston. Who's gonna win the Super Bowl? I don't know. I don't know who the hell is gonna win the Super Bowl. Stan had something to say here. I want to hear what he said. Yeah, has anybody been to? Has anybody been to the stadium in Houston? I have not, but I wanted to. No, I haven't either. Patriots played there twice. If you're a high school kid, you can easily reach left field home run. The first time I walked into the stadium, I could not. Oh, that's a different field. I couldn't believe when I saw that stadium how small, how short left field was. I just couldn't believe it. Minute Maid Park? Yeah. It's awesome. They got the train tracks way up high. That's right. They got the train tracks on the top. It's an open stadium. It's right downtown. It opens, but the left field is incredibly short. But don't they have a roof and, a, and an AC and everything? Yeah, they got a roof and a whole bit there. It's, it's a park. How it's the hell can you pay for AC? Good question. Man, for that whole I place, I mean, God. That's if you've ever been in Houston, though, you know they need it's it, hot. man. That, that is humid it. there. Yeah. It's so oh, humid yeah. there. Yeah, it is. It's really, it can get really bad there. Oh. Yeah, you get a great workout when you run like a mile outside. You're, it's like being in a sauna. Yeah. I lived there for a while. Yeah. Houston. Yeah. Houston's, you know what Houston's good for? Dining. Dining. Yeah. Terrific. Got so, great uh, restaurants there. Yeah. Dan, did you hear the Patriots are trying to trade for the guy you said was out of shape? Who's Big that? Tackle? Oh, Pierce. Williams. No, it's, Eric it's Mike Pierce. Michael Pierce. Oh, they're trading for. They're trying to trade for some guy from the Redskins. Oh, Williams. Oh, Trent Williams. Eight point six million. Yeah, yeah, Trent Williams. They said he's out of shape too. I thought it was the same yeah. guy. No, he he. Problem with Trent Williams, he's a terrific tackle, but he can't stay on the field. He gets hurt, That's huh? That's his problem. He he gets yeah. injured. He he he's considered to be one of the best, but he just can't stay on the field long enough. Well, they said he's what three sixty. Oh, he's huge. Oh. He is huge. Oh. Like That's a, a huge man. Yeah. Well, Michael Pierce was 390 when he came to camp oh, this year. Oh, that's too much. Yeah, what's that? Yeah, so so the Patriots Pierce. are going to get this guy, and he's going to get uh, – they're going to redo his contract. He's getting $8.2 million. And then I heard Gronk's coming back. And then um, Frank's going to probably check himself into a mental institution. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I – when I first saw Gronkowski as a, as a person, what he was doing at the nightclubs and all that, I thought he was a real doofus. He happens to be a very bright guy. Oh, yeah. He really is. He knows how to 
keep money. He knows what he's doing with his money. He's very, very oh, bright. Oh, he hasn't was... spent any of his money. No. Did you know that? I Did know you know that he got bright. robbed when he come back from the Super Bowl against the Eagles? He, he, um, so some people came to his house. He was supposed to have a security company watch his house and do house cleaning and stuff while he was in uh, for the Super Bowl for two weeks. And uh, and so his house got robbed when he come back, and they took his Super Bowl rings and everything. Good Lord. Yep. I'm sure it was insured. He probably had insurance, so he got it. Yeah, got but it's just back. a simple fact that, you know, no matter where you live, there's still... Did Kraft ever get his Super Bowl ring right. back from from Putin? No. He just and Gronk entered one of the Super Bowl trophies, you know. Yeah. Did you hear about that? No. At the Red Sox game, he bumped it. Julian Edelman threw him a pitch, and he bunted it with the football pot of the trophy, and there's a perfect baseball indentation in it now. <laughs> so, so Gronk Gronked one of the trophies. <laughs> But he is, he is a very, I've seen him speak, he's very articulate, he's very bright. He's hes actually a very delightful person. I was shocked, you know, because I read some things that he was kind of kind of strange and, and went to parties and did all kinds of weird things. But in fact, he's just the, he's just the opposite. Yeah, think he's be crazy, back? he's wild. Mark, you I think, think he's he'll coming be back, back, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think he wants to do camp. And then uh, the Patriots' first game is Thursday. Brady probably won't play, even though they got all these new receivers. Frank, I don't know if you heard or not, but they drafted a receiver in the first round. And then they got this free agent receiver, 6'2". He's like opening eyes. And I guess the defense is supposed to be the best defense they've had in like the last 15 years because they brought back Jamie Collins, at linebacker. Oh, yeah. So now they have Kyle Van Noy, Dante Hightower, and Jamie Collins for the second level. The front four is ridiculous. The secondary, as you know, Frank, is ridiculous. So, I mean, they get the best corner in the league, one of the best safeties. Uh, J.C. Jackson coming back, going to be making a push to become one of the upper echelon corners. And uh, they're just going to probably dominate. I mean, I I was saying they're not going to lose a game, you know. Me and Chab Dog went through it. And he agrees with me. So, I don't know. I think They're not talk, going undefeated. I think you better get a Patriots hat and shirt ready to go. <laughs> they're not going undefeated. They are so not going to lose a game. Go Listen, three. you know what the best thing they could do is? The best thing they could do is not extend Brady. If they don't extend Brady, they are going to not lose a fucking game. Mark my words. Brady will be so upset that yeah. all these shitbag quarterbacks are making more money than him that he will make them pay through the nose next year. And he will get um, franchised. And he'll get like he, $30 million for one year. Which he deserves, he defer, by the way. Doesn't he defer a lot of his money until later? He does. And he's done a lot of teams breaks. And you know what? I think before he takes the field, they should give him a three-year extension, and I still don't think they'll lose the game. Yeah. Incidentally, yeah. he just had his 42nd birthday. Yeah, uh, August 3rd, 42. And, he, and he's in better shape. Playing than like he's people. 32. Yeah. Yeah. 
Except he's career. 42. You know the difference that is, Dan, you know. Uh, if you could you be bet. 42, but yeah. be 32 physically, now you're talking, right? You bet. The stuff, more stuff you know, and that's what hey. he is. Like He's like a robot. Hey, guys, what, I want to I wanna play a clip here uh, that I, I brought, uh, especially for, uh, in honor of the uh, Democrat debates. Uh, did you know that, that Bernie Sanders is also uh, the guy that does the voiceovers for George Steinbrenner on the Seinfeld episodes? I did not know that. Yeah, the, the resemblance is uncanny. Here, here's a clip from huh. Seinfeld, uh, George Steinbrenner. I'll say it again. I haven't had a pimple since I was 18, and I don't care if you believe me or not. And how's this? You're fired. <laughs> I'll take it now. I'm just a little hungry. I'm sorry. It's Costanza. Where's my calzone? It's 115. It's light. That's, you gotta that's play back. Bernie Sanders? Yeah. Oh, that smell. I know that smell. That's it's in the building. Costanza is in the building, and he's not in this office. He's got the calzone. Costanza! I got to him. Look, Mr. Moon lining for Tyler Chicken. Pretty impressive, George. Days with the New York Yankees and nights in Arkansas with a top flight bird outfit. And a hen supervisor to boot. I am alone away. Blow, George. Costanza. Where's Costanza? Excuse moi. Have you seen Costanza? Uh, I've seen him around. Hmm, he was humming this song yesterday. I can't seem to get it out of my head. I gotta know the name of that. She's a heartbreaker, love taker, brew baker, run this person like a man. Oh, oh. Something like that. Very catchy, too. Very, very catchy. Well, you know what? I'm just gonna sit here and wait for that guy. What is this, people? Hmm, the most beautiful people, people. Connie Selica. Nothing wrong with that, huh? Where the hell is this guy? I'm waiting here three and a half hours for crying out loud. Should I go? No way, Jack. I'm not humming it to the guy at the record store again, I'll tell you that. Mr. Steinbrenner? That's what they call me. Your grandchildren are here to see you. Oh, well, send them in. Send the tykes in. I'd like to see them. Hey, you little kids. Who, who are you people? Come here. Come here. How about a ride on the Stein Pony Express? Get up here. What's your name, Shorty? Yeah, that, that was Bernie Sanders. I didn't realize that. <laughs> I watched I, the, the, I watched the part of the debate, the, the Democratic debate, and I, I thought it was a circular execution. <laughs> yes, a circular execution. It, that's what Chuck Schumer said, and it's right. It's a, it's a bunch of uh, dwarves shooting themselves. <laughs> I, I thought it was the stupidest thing I had heard. You know, I, 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 I hear some of these people talk like uh, Bill de Blasio. And then I yeah. and I did I think that they instead of playing the national anthem you should hear. Sounds like Russia. De Blasio is De Blasio is awful. He's just piping in gratuitous. Uh, you know, let's tax tax the crap out of the wealthy. Let's just tax the crap out. of he wants to ban Uber. If he had his power, he'd ban Uber. He'd ban cars and have people walk if they have to go less than a block, less than a mile in New York. You have to admit, though, I mean, you really can't tax the poor heavily because that's not going to help anything. And then he wishes that he could 
Well, tax. Well, I'm just saying, business. if you want to pay things, you have to tax the the wealthy. You have to. That he wants How to have within, get anything within done. Reason. Within reason. No, of yes. course within reason. But what I'm saying is. I mean, how are you going to fix this country if you tax the poor people? You can't. Well, Elizabeth Warren. We need Elizabeth programs for jobs. Like, Elizabeth I see Warren so many people a, standing on corners. Everyone just gets an we allowance. We need better drug treatments. Elizabeth Warren's Elizabeth a lying cunt, all right? Just gets an he is a <laughs> wants everyone I, to have uh, 100% taxation. I'm talking about real problems, okay, in America. <laughs> The drug problem is ridiculous. It's got to be fixed. Legalizing marijuana was the first step. Now they got to get rid of the other <laughs> shit. They got to get everybody into fucking that's on drugs. They got to get them off of drugs, and then they got to get them working again. Except for marijuana. And they got to open up. <laughs> marijuana is like booze. I mean, give me a break. How could it's you? How could drug. you say it's alright to have a beer, but you can't have a joint? All right, you can't OD on marijuana. I've tried. Man, I've smoked more marijuana than probably ten any ten people you know. All right, then I'm fine. Look at me, I'm fine. I know Frank's a retard. He knows it. Everything he says is wrong. You know what? He picked the Rams in the Super Bowl, right? And he I knew did it. not pick then the fucking Rams in the Super picked, Bowl. Then he picked St. Louis against the Bruins out of spite. He said, "I know the Bruins are going to win, but I can't." Let Mark get another championship. But guess what, Frank? The Patriots are going to do that this year. Again. Mm. And you know Mark, what? I'm not convinced the Red Sox hell. aren't going to do it. Go what? to hell. When I die, I will go right there. I'll be first in line. Satan will be waiting for me. Probably have a job already for me. Probably be to kick your ass every day. I think we'd have a great reality TV show if you two just lived together for a solid year. <laughs> I would live I'd have with to Frank come out for the year. <laughs> First floor, Frank. It wouldn't hurt. First floor. <laughs> Frank, Mark, it would be Mark, like Mark MTV. A, like Mark has a lot of parties. What was that? You know? The real world. Yeah, it'd be like the real world, Frank. You'd come home from court, and I'd be on the couch stoned, and I'd be like, how does it work, Frank? How many people did you send to jail today? Sounds like you That's had cool. Yeah, and then I'd be back from my dump truck job. You know, I'd be the trash man. And uh, Frank would be like, how does it work? I'd be like, you know, things are picking up, cleaning up the city one day at a time, you know. And I'd say, did you get any paper cuts at work? You know, how's your fingers? Are you going to take a shower? Because if you are, you know, I'd like to go first, obviously. <laughs> there won't be any water left when you're done. All right, I think this is uh, Frank, the way to Frank, end would, the show. Frank, would you make dinner for Mark? Would, would yeah, that, what would we have for dinner? Would you make two you make portions dinner? for dinner? <laughs> it would be like the uh, the, the food that uh, I'll, I'll also pour him out his drink. But it'll be like uh, the <laughs> scene from uh, uh, Dumber and Dumber. Oh, boy. There's a combination. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like Tomanga right, Management. Yeah, the extra sink laxative in his food? Uh, <laughs> I think we're off the track. See, here. I thought it was going to be... I think it was gonna, I thought it was going to be more like Anger Management. You'd bring my plate and I'd smash it off the wall. I said over easy. <laughs> 
All right, guys. I'll see you, uh, I guess, next week. All right. Yes, yes. You guys are going. And, uh, we're going to. Hey, Brandon, get my best. Get my best to your son. I will. I will. Yeah. Yeah. You That's saw the news. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. 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 College. I guess. It's awesome. I, I saw it on uh, Facebook. How big is he now, uh, Brandon? How tall? He, he's almost six five. Oh my gosh. No shit. Yeah, I remember yeah, when he, he could. Just, uh, he could dunk I it remember on a when park. he was. Holy mackerel! Wow. That's a. Ooh. <laughs> he's a good. He's a nice kid too. I'll tell you. I know him. He's a nice kid. Yeah, he doesn't best. have a mean bone in his body. I, I wish he was the I, best. He's a great kid. I should probably send him out to to Boston to get so Mark can uh, train him and in, in self defense and stuff so he can he can defend himself a little. He's I I, I haven't. Uh, Focus on that, you know. He's been studying too much. It's like sending him to Mr. Miyagi. I'll take care of it. Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> I'll have him yeah. okay, guys. Guys in no time. I'll, I'll see All you right, next well, week. Dan, great. have a great, great week. Marco, good. Yeah. Frank, take care of yourself. Brandon, I'll see you later. All right. Well, uh, have a Marcus, good week, guys. You we too. Got, we, got, we got a thank you, Stan. I was Stan Burns. Frank Fleming, we got a uh, a lot of clips here I haven't played, so we'll have a good hour coming up. Um, yeah, what happened, Frank? Uh, quit again? Yeah, Frank turned into a pumpkin as usual. He has he has things to do, places to go, people to see. So we Laundry will uh, to wash. We'll be hey, back. At least shortly. he's always washing his clothes. That's good. Yeah, I'm glad that I'm, it's always nice to see. We don't sound do you, like ESPN. The latest now on Kurt Schilling, the former baseball all-star fired by ESPN. <laughs> Which one of the 51 kinds of transsexuals did you say it was? <laughs> we don't meet the standards set by the FCC. Get out of here, you weirdo. Sucking on toes. Our content might offend some listeners. One hotel room was for him to go in and take a dump in the bathtub. While others may become downright enraged. So you shut up! in your life! You never shut up! He's retired. We are the Chav Dog Sports Talk Radio Show. Isn't that an oxymoron, a gay tight end? We are listener-produced live radio. Suave, goddamn you're one suave fucker. We are the audience. I thought we were talking sports here. And the audience is listening. My friend, $200 in chips. Woo-hoo! Big bet for a big man! Do you know that blackjack is the only game where a smart player has a mathematical advantage over the house? This should be sweet. 18. 19. How close? Are you a professional? Mm-hmm. Are you? That's it, Chris Ward. You are breaking down. Nineteen. Twenty. Oh, he's good. He's good. <laughs> 
Another hundred and chips, please. Changing a hundred? That's it, Clark. Show him who's boss. Okay, wise guy. Let's see how you do against three hands. Oh. Whoa! Oh, gee. That's it, I've had enough. Let's get out of here. Good luck, sir. I ain't seen a beating like that since somebody stuck a banana in my pants and turned the monkey loose. You don't know when to quit, do you, Griswold? Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were gonna bet? Then we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. Five dollars. Gee, I don't know. Buy a bullet and rent a gun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back. <clears throat> Remember that that scene from uh, Vegas Vacation? Yeah. Classic. Yeah. <clears throat> I decided I like that all the. Those. Uh, yeah, I saw that last night. They had they had Vegas vacation and European vacation and Christmas vacation on on the same you know channel. In a, yeah, in a European vacation. Oh my god, how funny is that when he's dancing and they keep slapping around? <laughs> oh, I I love that fight scene of the, the German uh, beer beer fest thing, Oktoberfest. Yeah, yeah. that was hilarious. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> No, I said I, I could I could see Mark in that place. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> they kept him. It would have been a brawl real quick. <laughs> but um, sure. I I I decided that the um, the bar the uh, dealer in Vegas Vacation is this little little kind of wormy guy, and I, oh he was I the best. That, he was the cooler. That, yeah, that guy looks like that guy Pete Buttigieg, who's running for president. If if you take uh, Buddha Judge's hair off, <laughs> so I wanted to play that clip. <clears throat> and uh, that was I great. He was winning, and then all of a sudden they switch dealers, and he doesn't win another hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that the guy from happened. the Princess Bride. Inconceivable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah He's a he's a good character actor. Um, his name is Wallace uh, something. Um, I don't yeah. remember his last. You name. know what show I started watching today? You what? gotta watch it. 
Cobra Kai. Did you start watching that yet? It's about the the Karate Kid, like thirty years later. Oh my God! So the kid that beat that was torturing him, Johnny, the blonde kid from Karate. You saw Karate Kid, right? Uh, I actually yeah, about... didn't watch much of that. I I, I mean, I know oh the movie, God. but really, that was like a way of life for me. Karate Kid. I used to watch that like yeah. all the time. Oh yeah. I mean, is anyway, that, is so that Johnny's a... like yeah. it, life is ruined from losing in the tournament. And then Daniel LaRusso, the karate kid, he's selling cars, making money, and his life looks perfect on the outside. So the first episode is great. Yeah, uh, all right, so you're not a karate kid guy. You might not like it, but great show. Mm. Well, you're, you're more into the, I think, the uh, the martial arts movies. I did. I did like the uh, movie about Bruce Lee that they did. That was pretty cool. Did oh, you yeah. see that one? Yeah. Yeah. But that's partly because I'm a huge Lauren. I love Lauren Holly. I think she's really. Sexy. Oh yeah. You know, that she was in that. Yeah. That, that I think she made that a great movie. What happened uh, to uh, Eric today? Uh, I don't know. He was. <clears throat> he said he was going to call in, um, so there's still a chance he might call in. I know he was um, in West LA on one of his uh, overnight trips. Mm-hmm. Yep. So back to those again, could, huh? Yeah. Let letting. So his, no wedding uh, to crash. No, no, that's definitely not the woman that he was seeing. That's this is a, this is somebody else. Oh boy. No, he's he's safely out of the uh the marriage uh line of fire though. Um I I you know, you might be next, I guess, right? I don't know. <laughs> be careful, don't do anything. Don't do anything before you consult with me. I need to put I need to draw up your uh, premarital agreement. Yeah, my premarital agreement and uh show <laughs> My uh, contract with Frank, so for the show. Yeah. That's going to be a great show. I can't believe I'm going to have to live with Frank for a year, but it'll be worth it. Yeah, we're finally make like $100 million. <laughs> Just imagine that, that that thing would go viral, you know? Immediately. He'd come in the door and I'd hit him with a piece of bologna from like behind the chair. <laughs> <laughs> He wouldn't know what to do. He'd be watching the Mets, and I'd come in and be like, oh, they suck so bad. Look at their uniform. Blah, blah, blah. He'd have to get up and walk out. I'm going in the bedroom, Max. That's it. And then I'd be like knocking at the door. Frank. 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 <laughs> I was yeah, coaching him. Be, the first day, he'd probably stroke out. It would be like this. Uh, you remember this show? Here, listen. <laughs> On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. Deep down, he knew she was right, but he also knew that someday he would return to her. With nowhere else to go, he appeared at the home of his friend, Oscar Madison. Several years earlier, Madison's wife had thrown him out, requesting that he never return. 
can two divorced men share an apartment without driving each other crazy? smoking cigars. <laughs> You'd be Oscar. I'd be You'd Oscar. Be, yeah. <clears throat> I'm like Oscar, too. Oscar was always my, my hero because, you know, I'm messy like Oscar and love sports and, <clears throat> you know, he's <clears throat> kind of a, you know, he's always lusting after women, but, you know, sports are his big love. <laughs> Huh. And he he can't you know he can't really take care of himself, but Felix was there for him. Yeah, Frank would like look at the mail and stuff like that, and say you know, oh, you need Make this you much dinner. for the bills, and you know, I'd throw some crumpled bills on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your credit he, he, card? Shut up, Frank. He, I don't have a credit your- card. He'd make your shake and bake. Frank would be there with the shake and bake for you. You get to watch him make it. <laughs> yeah, I would get him so stoned he'd pass out onto the floor <laughs> just from the fume. Like he'd be cooking in the kitchen, and all of a sudden he'd hear ba boom. Oh my and god! And that'd be him falling and crashing to the floor, high as a kite. Wake up the next day, stoned. Go. <clears throat> Well, I mean, can you imagine what would happen if if you guys got really stoned and then he got the munchies? I mean, that could be a really scary situation. I mean, they must have Uber Eats in New Jersey. They probably shut down a McDonald's or something. (laughs) How many many pizzas would you guys consume? I don't know. We'd set the record. I'd be like, send me 20. Large cheese pizzas stat. This man's in a in a two liter of coke. <laughs> this man's hungry. And uh, send uh, something for me too. Give me a pizza too. <laughs> all, all I know is that you that you would get Frank laid. <laughs> yeah, that would happen. It'd be like in uh, Forrest Gump. You know what I mean. Well, it would finally happen for him. American yeah. twins tonight is your night, bro. So <laughs> I'm just thinking about all these, you know, all these terrible shootings going on, and um, you know, we got to do something to Sorrible. fix this. And we've been talking about the same old stuff forever, you know, more gun control, blah blah blah. 
what about just what about just like legalizing prostitution and maybe getting some people some satisfaction so they they don't they're not walking around upset you know this is just uh, there's a lot of just negativity in this society and it's got to it's got to end it's it's yeah, well, of, you're right it's a mental health I'm, issue there's a lot of people out there with mental health problems Right, and and they're not allowed to lock them up until the the soul. The, so, what happens is maybe they get released because they are leveled out on their meds and everything, and then, you know, now they're taking care of themselves and they're not taking their meds. You know, and then boom, they're right back where they started, and that's the problem. And uh, and there's there's other problems too, but I mean, if you go down south to these gun shows. It's a joke. All right, they got machine guns, super clips, and extra bullets, and bigger bullets, and all this and anybody, bullshit. And anybody can get anything, right? And they're selling them to fucking kids. You know what I mean? It's like a joke. It's a joke. They're selling no, them out yeah, the no, back no door. Wonder. And then you come into this state, and, like, if, if they found you with a gun in this state, an illegal gun and bullets, you would be upstate so fast your head would spin. Believe me when I tell you, no one would hear from you again. Mm-hmm. So it's not Massachusetts that's the problem. Believe me. Those kids blew up the marathon with crockpots because if they had guns, they would have been fucked. Texas is uh, one of those, I think, more liberal states in terms of the gun laws. I, I would, I would, I would. Yeah, and they wager. always say like, oh. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, well, everybody got a gun rack in their truck and blah, blah, blah. But this great state of Vegas, you keep saying, uh, they, they uh, didn't they have that big shooting at that country fest yeah. from the pyramid there, the Luxor? Yeah, so, I remember that. I mean, that guy got into I, the hotel. Yes. Right. Now, I'm just going to say this once, all right? These hotels, these casinos, they just opened one in Everett. There's one in Springfield. And I can tell you that they treat people two different ways. You're either a regular person like me or you're a big shot. Now, if you're a big shot, you're allowed to do basically whatever you want. And that guy must have been a big shot because or he knew a big shot for him to get those guns in there. And the problem is that, you know, they need to treat everybody the same. That's like all in an we airport. want anyways. Yes. Like in an airport. Like in an airport. There's a random check for this or or that. You know what I mean? But everybody's got to go through the metal detector. There might be a more invasive procedure that they do, but everybody's got to at least go through one thing. Anywhere where you have a lot of people like that, you've got to have screeners, screening. Blanket security. It has to be for everybody. Having Mm -hmm. certain people circumvent it is no good. And if they had that there, that shooting wouldn't have happened. Yeah. He wouldn't have had the position that he had. And these other shootings, there's reasons these are happening. You go into some of these police stations, and they are incompetent. Not only are they incompetent, they're not trained right. So they're not intelligent, all right? They hate their fucking job, their life. They have the highest divorce rate, highest high suicide rate, all right? And basically, they screw people over. 
that they shouldn't, and then other people get a, because other people get away with shit that they shouldn't. So they feel bitter about that, so they stick it to other people. And that's basically how a cop becomes bitter. But their job is extremely difficult as well. So I wouldn't want to be a cop, you know, at all. No interest in that job. They can stick that job yeah, on the sun don't it's, shine. it's not just the local police force. It's the uh, FBI and the, the federal authorities that have to be more on top of this uh, domestic terrorism oh, stuff please. like we were the like FBI with the Al-Qaeda. so incompetent. The FBI is so incompetent. They've gotten yeah. light years ahead of where they were in the 80s. But in the 80s, basically all they did was wear suits and drive nice cars. That's it. They didn't know shit. They're hiring guys out of the Ivy League schools that never smoked pot, so they don't know what it smells like. I mean, if you don't know what it smells like, how the fuck are you supposed to know what it smells like? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's basic common sense. You need criminals to catch criminals. These fucking guys don't even know. These criminals walk circles around me. And I'm telling you, because I've seen it a thousand times. My father was partners with an FBI agent on a club. Around him, he didn't know which way was up and which way was down. He was signing everything. It was like in Goodfellas when they signed his club away. Oh yeah, you you want to be partners with Paulie? Oh no, I can't. What am I gonna do with the restaurant? I don't know. Well, I don't know. You guys think it's a good idea? All right. Well, then what <laughs> happened? Uh, yeah, you got a storm, no business. Fuck you, pay me. Uh, you got a problem? Paulie will take care of it. But fuck you, pay me. Uh, the business is good? That's great. Fuck you, pay me. Business is bad? Fuck you, pay me. That's <laughs> the situation you want to put yourself in? You know what I mean? And with these yeah. FBI agents chasing after guys like that, uh, they, they weren't equipped to deal with these guys. They were equipped to deal with books and tests. Yeah, they're book smart. Big deal. Translate that for me into physical street smiles and what you're seeing with your own eyes. Because I tell you, I can see things that they don't see. I see them coming. I see them coming from all directions. I see when I drive by the FBI headquarters in Chelsea, I laugh at the cars they have. It's ridiculous. They got these little fucking GPS things on the cars. It's like a little... It looks kind of like a fire stick sticking out of the car. It's a little black knob. And and right there, it's like, okay, so every car on the lot has that. So if you see a car with that, it's obviously an FBI agent. How fucking stupid is that? Seriously. And we're supposed to be the smartest country in America? I mean, the world? America is supposed to be the smartest country? I mean, you went to Yale and Harvard. How fucking stupid is that? Why isn't it just the FBI on the plate? Because I can tell it's FBI with the stupid knob there. Yeah. It's stupid. Uh, so whoever I don't know. Google I don't know what's happening. Was a gay anyways. You know? So he was like persecuting all these people and then he had his own life that was ridiculous. Hid it from the whole world instead of being open about it. 
And then we got the the Hoover building, right? We know what he was sucking on. Oh, yeah. Gag or Hoover? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, I don't but know. the FBI was seemed like they were, I mean, they were pretty active earlier in the, when, you know, in the earlier days. I don't know. I mean, they've done, they've done a, we seem to have done a pretty good job against, you know, the international terrorism in this country. And, well, that's and the CIA. Have, uh-huh. I wouldn't fuck with the CIA. Not, not well, we got talking about different initials. We got to treat different we gotta initials. Treat this, we got to treat this stuff more seriously. With, yeah, but CIA deals with problems in other countries. They're not supposed to do any business on American soil. That's FBI territory. So international sex trade, all that shit. Once it goes into other countries, that's CIA. They operate. Yeah, you know, there was another... You know who was the president? I mean, who was in charge of the CIA, right? George Bush Sr. Yeah. Yeah. They kill people. Yeah. Probably if I was talking bad about the CIA, they'd kill me. But the FBI is too much pussies. They don't care. Yeah, I know you don't like the FBI. They shave their vaginas. No, I love the FBI. They're great. I told the FBI agent how great they were. I said, you know, you guys arrested my father. <laughs> well, they had a they had another shooting in uh, in Ohio, like l- late last night, right after the one in El Paso. Texas is tough. So Ohio now. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Columbus has a big crime problem, correct? I didn't know that. I just know Columbus Columbus oh. is the capital of Ohio. Yeah, I thought they had, like, a lot of gang problems there, so I don't know. Oh. What kind of shooting was the one in Ohio? This was, this was in a, it looked like, um, I don't know, it looked like it was in a, uh, maybe a black part of town in Dayton, Dayton, Ohio, which is, I think that's kind of near Columbus. Yeah, I think so. So I've heard of Dayton, Ohio. Now, El Paso, yeah. of course I've heard of. Now, what was yeah. that all about? Well, that that guy, they guess they found all sorts of, um, you know, kind of white nationalist, uh, anti-immigrant stuff that this guy posted. He posted some kind of there's a manifesto online where he was ranting about all sorts of stuff. And... Uh, I'm surprised that they didn't uh they kind of, they didn't that didn't tip anybody off in advance but it didn't. Well, so you know, I'm from- I'm not I'm not one for white power and all that. I don't I hope I don't not. agree with it. No, it's I think it's horrible any kind of any kind of racism like that. I just like the Black Panthers, you know, just I mean not that they're the same thing. I'm just saying like you know, if they're preaching hate, then, uh, it, you know, that's not going to solve anything nowadays. Not. No. And the Muslim no. groups that are, that are preaching hate, you know, it's bad. It's it's just like the white supremacists. It's just like the black supremacists or the 
in these Spanish gangs, the, there's countries that hate other countries. Like I said to my friend, are you from Guatemala? He's like, no, I'm from El Salvador. But he said it like real angry. I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, Guatemala. Like, they hate each other. I don't know why, but they do. It's like the Red Sox and Yankees. They, they, you know, they hate each other. But can it be explained? Yeah, it goes back to years of, um, you know, playing each other and uh, the two biggest towns going at it. But I don't know why Honduras or Guatemala and El Salvador and all these countries, uh, you know, South America, all these countries hate each other. But they do. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on right now. A lot of years of living next to each other and uh, maybe wars and rivalries, national rivalries. But, you know, Central America, South America, that's just, those countries are a mess in general. Mess. Yeah, there's, I mean, health care, everything. There's no jobs. I mean, and, and yeah, people no wonder. in America want to say that Trump's not their president and all this shit, even though they live in the greatest country in the world, and they voted him in. The majority voted him in. So blame the system if you want. Of course, I never understood why anyone said Bernie Sanders is too old to be president. If him and Donald Trump are the same age, it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, Bernie Sanders looks older. I don't know. He's you sure he's not like yeah, he five looks years older. older. They're the same age. You, you Bi- can look Biden's it up. Actually, I was told they're the same exact Biden, age, like within a year. Isn't Trump like seventy-three or something? Uh, I don't know his age. I know I he's orange. <laughs> what? What's with that I mean, orange stuff? The man Why is rude. He- you know, he's a rude guy. But is he a uh, good president? I mean, that remains to be seen, right? Uh, he, it depends on your point of view. But, is uh, he presidential? Is, no. He is not presidential. He says all sorts of crazy-ass things. Like he said something yesterday about <clears throat> that, that North Korea should be thankful that, that he doesn't just wipe them out in two days and kill 10 million people. I don't know. Why would you even say that? That's just... That's just not. But nobody, nobody can he tell. He did have a meeting with Kim Jong Un, right? And they said he deserves the Nobel Peace Prize for that. So who knows? <laughs> right? Who knows? Uh, I mean, he met a guy that everybody said he could never meet. Yes, they rubbed so. their stomachs together. Uh, so, uh, I figured but out who Elizabeth... If he prevented Elizabeth, World War Three, he does deserve the Nobel Peace Prize, to be honest with you. Yeah. I figured out and who Elizabeth or not, Warren looks like. She does not look like an Indian. She looks like... A, <laughs> she looks like... You know what she looks like? She looks like, um... The female version of that guy that um, was in the Cheech and Chong movies that's named Strawberry. 
Remember Strawberry? Sense. She definitely looks like a guy. <laughs> Here, I've got a Strawberry clip. Hold on. This is his name is Tom Skerritt. He was uh, he was in a bunch of movies. He was in the Top Gun movie. He was the uh, you know the general that was uh, mm-hmm. trying to keep Tom Cruise in line. At the beginning, with the cigar, the little ball guy, I love him. No, he's he's got hair. Uh, he's kind of a thin, older guy. Um, oh, the other yeah, look, the other general at the beginning. That sounds... His name is Tom Skerritt. Oh, the one with the mustache, the one that was at yeah. Top Gun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because the short general with the the pointy nose there, the bald one. At the yeah. beginning, he's a big actor, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chong scares Cheech. Remember that? <laughs> he like went, ooh. Yeah. 
and if Cheech freaked out, <laughs> I might have that clip, uh, actually. I don't know if I have that classic. clip. Classic. Yeah, there's... So Frank's ready to, to, to play taps for the Red Sox, and I can tell you, he's mistaken. Not only... But Raphael Devis is going to win the batting title. Yeah, the guy is hitting a ton, isn't he? Hitting three thirty-two. Yeah. Look, I, I got a think... very unique batting stance. He totally changed his batting stance. He's got his hands oh, way up high. Oh. Uh, hands yeah, high. Pretty cool. Like uh, kind of like Carl high. Stramski. Like Carl Stramski. Higher. Because Carl Stramski had the up highest... over his batting helmet. He had the highest. He had a really high hand. Like I'm thinking of other guys. What about like tonight? Um, Sunday night baseball. You don't have to listen mm-hmm. to that idiot Lisa Mendoza or whatever the hell her name is. But, I hate her. Uh, I oh, hate she her. She sucks. Suck the life out of me, her and A Rod. Like, I wish her and A Rod would hold hands and jump out of the fucking box together. You know, that would be great. I can't stand her, her or Gay Rod. I hate them both. Oh, A Rod's the best, the worst. What about he had J Lo in the fucking thing last week? Oh, man. And the cake just said happy birthday. It didn't say anything else. <laughs> it didn't say Alex. It's awesome. I never Fuck thought I'd, I I never thought I'd anybody would like make me want to listen to Tim McCarver, but these guys almost do. I hate they Tim do, McCarver right? though. McCarver sucks and like he's way better than them. At least he brought up valid points. Yeah, if at you least get a he chance to think the number two header will be Devin's. And when you see how he opened up his front foot, it's wide open. It's almost touching oh. the outer line of the batter's box. Yeah, so he's, his foot's way in the bucket. Comes, he's, he closes it in. He just he just it, he like, just moves he moves it into the pitch when the guy throws it. Exactly. Yeah. And he's got the most hard hit balls in the league this year. Him and uh, the guy the Yankees got lucky getting. Huh. Whatever his name Indeed. is, he signed up to be a backup, and he's like hitting a little bit higher than Devis. Oh, uh, Lemayhew. Lemayhew, yeah, that piece of garbage signed up to be a fucking <laughs> backup on the Yankees. Yeah, but he just wanted to that, be a that, Yankee. That piece of garbage. That team is, is destined. That that fucking team is so full of shit from top to bottom. Their manager is garbage. He's a fucking redneck. Redneck hillbilly, Boone, piece of I shit. Hate Boone. He's got like the best bullpen ever, and he's so stupid. He has no clue how to run it. And um, I know, but they're good. You know, he's got like two left-handed Zach Britton and um the wife beater there. Uh, Chapman. What's his name? Chapman. Chapman. Yeah, we're all this beat my wife, Chapman. Uh, those two assholes are real good. I know. I mean, just think about it. And they've got Dylan Betances, uh Maybe. Rob, He's supposed to come it, back. 
Uh, and then they I, they have they have a few other right-handers that are that are throwing all sorts of nasty shit. Um, they're they're loaded in the bullpen, and that's it's the mean. It probably means they're not going to go on a, any significant losing streak. So, I think I think they're they are going to win that division. There's no question at this point. Well, um, you know what happened yesterday? The turning point in the sale game was when. The umpire was horrible. And Alex Cora, trying to light a fire under his team, stayed at the mound until the umpire came out and then gave him a piece of his mind and got immediately thrown out. Now, what he should have done was went out and gave Chris Sale a piece of his mind and tell him to forget about that last pitch, make a pitch, and get out of the fucking inning without giving up six runs. Because... Crybabies finish last. All right, you want to be mm-hmm. a fucking crybaby? Go sit yeah. on the bench and cry. All right, because I want guys with balls on the mound that throw strikes. All right. Yeah. And if a bleeder gets through, a bleeder gets through. That's baseball. That is baseball. Sometimes they catch a ball that they have no right catching, and sometimes a ball gets through that normally shouldn't have. That's why we watch the fucking games. You know, and like, you know why I listen to Frank? Because I love when he puts his foot in his mouth. Like when he says the Yankees are all done. I mean, the the Mets are all done. And what do they do at the trade deadline? They trade for the top pitcher available. So he doesn't even know shit about his own team. And he says, everything is Boston with you, Mark. But you know what? It kind of is. I mean, look at, look at the sports world. I mean, football? Definitely coming through New England. Red Sox, they have the most runs scored in the whole league. You want to say they're not going to make a run? I say they are. I say they win 15 in a row, maybe starting tonight. Well, like I said, they got the Royals coming into town. Yeah. What if we rip off 15 in a row? The Yankees had a big winning streak. Now it's our turn. The season's over. When it's over, it's not over yet. It's a lot more to go. Yeah, I have Chab Dog has yet to get to Boston, so when I get there, they're gonna have to respond. They are gonna respond tonight. Price is they pitching. Better. You know they've yeah, had they... four lefties pitching in a row. Eduardo Rodriguez pitched a good game. Sale blew up in the fourth. I have no idea what his problem is this year, but he's throwing sliders to shithead, old, not even good players anymore, never were good. That idiot Yankee center fielder, what's his name? I hate him with the shaved head. He's been there forever. That piece of garbage. Gardner? Gardner, yeah. Throws him a hanging slider when he's got, when he's completely missing his fastball. Yeah, let's trick the shittiest hitter in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Just blow the fucking fastball by him. What are you doing? I mean, do you have no confidence in any of your pitches? Where's Chris Sale? I want to know where he is. He have a lot of confidence in his fastball, I guess. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I think the pitching coach, right? They should not only fire him, they should send him... Why don't you put a mirror in Chris Sale's locker so he can take a look in the fucking mirror and see where his balls are? 
<laughs> All right? Because he's better than this. He's way better than this. He's better than yelling at the umpire. He's walking off the field. Like, yeah, the umpire missed a couple pitches. It's fucking human error. All right? But yeah, seriously? Cora, does Cora, I like him, but does he does he have a like a stern hand? Does he does he discipline his players and set them set them straight? No, well, that's no. not good. Same thing that happened with Francona is happening here again. And you know what? You saw the 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 pitcher Francona went to get the pitcher uh, Bauer, and he threw the ball over the center field wall. Francona's yeah. like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, yeah, because he gives them that leeway. That's and a hanging, that's so a hanging offense, man. You got it, man. Yeah, cannot, they were going to trade him. cannot allow that shit. Uh, I remember yeah. uh, Red Sox used to have a guy named Dick Williams. Do you remember him? Oh, yeah. You didn't fuck around with him. No. No, he'll, you did not. He'll he'll lay down the law, and uh, he was he well, was a very successful manager. Um, yeah. Like the other game last week, uh, Brock Holt went for a foul ball. There's not a lot of foul territory at Fenway. He sure caught it. And then he jumped up on the uh, top. And then he jumped on a player's back. It's like this ain't a fucking game, man. It's a game, right? But this ain't a game. What the fuck are you doing? If I was the coach, if I was the manager, I would have said, get your fucking glove. To the next second baseman, Chavis, or I would have put anyone out there. Get out there right now. Tell Holt to get in here. And I would have sent him to the fucking showers. Get off the bench. Go to the locker room. What What did he do? He didn't He didn't go for the, the ball because he was scared? He went for the ball. He missed it. Then he leaned on the fence all cute for pictures. Then he jumped down onto the ground and hopped onto another player's back like a fucking complete asshole. Yeah. And you know what? I'm sick of hearing about Brock Star and all this shit. He's a backup. He sucks. He's no good. Yeah, like it doesn't fucking, it doesn't and show his attitude very, sucks. You got you got to be pretty damn you're pretty serious and dedicated and focused. You can't be uh, out there to just have a good time. No. And this team is too damn good to have this record. They got like six guys yeah. with twenty or more home runs. The fucking lineup's loaded from top we, to bottom, and the pitching you know, staff they are, has been they a are, joke. They already a have as joke. many losses this year as they had last year, entire last yeah. year. Yeah, and why is the pitching coach still have a job? Porcello, they gave him guys that are proven winners. Rick Porcello, a proven winner. Chris Sale. Proven winner. David Price, mm-hmm. proven winner. Rodriguez is having the best year of his career, finally. I mean, they traded for Kashner. They got all winners in that rotation, but they're not winning? What is the fucking problem? How can they score the most runs and, and, and they have all these pitches that are good and they're losing all these games? I don't get it. They're yeah. not throwing strikes. They're not being aggressive. They're not pounding the strike zone. They're nibbling. Their fucking pitch counts are way up. They're not lasting into the games. I mean, these guys used to throw seven innings. Poor seven innings, easy. 
And that yeah, that covers up all this not having a sixth inning guy shit because they got like three or four got arms in the bullpen. And with Avaldi back, now you got Avaldi, you got Bond, you got um, Workman, and uh, they have a couple of good lefties. They got one who's got plus plus stuff. Uh, I think his name's Rodriguez, and uh, he just they just got him up from AAA about a month ago, and. Uh, his fastball goes up to 98 from the left side. But he's just nibbling. He's not throwing strikes. So he's, you know, if he can't throw strikes, then you got to send him down until he can. That's the difference between great pitches and, and mediocre pitches. The great pitches can nibble on the corners and they get the call. The mediocre pitches miss. Wow. And the Red Sox have... Hmm. Cy Young winner after Cy Young winner and guys that were up for the Cy Young like Chris Sale, Porcello won it, Price won it. I mean, what are we talking about here? I could be the fucking pitching coach. Give him the fucking ball. Is his mechanics right? If their mechanics ain't right, then fix their mechanics. Por- Porcello but this seems is not, to be- this is a very, it's a very fixable problem. And Porcello, it's all mechanics because we're talking about a slider, and he's obviously not getting on top of it. And I don't understand. I can spend enough in early in the early in the game. I think it seems like he gives up a lot of runs early in the game. Yeah, because a slide, a sinker pitcher, a sinker ball pitcher, the more innings he throws, the better he gets. And they did the opposite nope. with him this year. They why don't, why don't him, they have that him, guy? Why don't they have him throwing a lot of pitches to warm up before the game? I don't know. Derek Lowe just, used to. Just just have him have him like we'll go only five innings or something if that's if he's gonna wear himself out by doing that, you know, but it's better to to have a, a good, you know, moving pitch as yeah. opposed to going out and getting shelled in the first inning all the time. Because that's what's happening it's with him. It's a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. And the pitcher and like they spend Hundreds of millions of dollars on like scouting and this and that, and then like just what Cora feels loyal to this guy or something. I'm sorry, he's not doing a good job. Yeah, you know who really benefited themselves was Houston. Do you saw what they did? They got they got Grenke. The Astros, yeah, the Astros are going for it. You know why? Because they didn't get it last year. Right. And you know what? They might get it this year. Yeah, they got a great team, but that doesn't mean they're going to win. No. No, but they got three really good pitchers, starting pitchers. It's going to be hard to beat them. Uh, oh, it'll be easy. <laughs> they suck. Well, they're a bunch of chokers, just like the Yankees. I can't wait for the spotlight to be on all these teams and the Red Sox with Mookie Betts and Raphael Devers and Xander Bogarts and J.D. Martinez. And we just keep going and going and going. Mitch Moreland will be back swinging again. I'm they looking at their, that. Their, their schedule, they got uh, – we got some cushy matchups in the next two weeks. We got Baltimore and uh, the Angels – Kind of cushy, and the the Royals, and then we also have Cleveland. Um, 
That's not going to be. Yeah, definitely. and they're going for it. So those those will be games. But then we get San uh, Diego, Colorado, uh, Angels San Diego. again. Yeah, yeah, three with San Diego, two with Colorado, three with the Angels. Then we play Minnesota as a first place team. The Yankees a first place team. Toronto, Philly. Then we play the Giants. Tampa Bay for four, Texas for three, and finish for Baltimore. So, by the time we're playing Texas, Baltimore, Tampa Bay, they might already pack it in. So, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The last ten games of other team might be meaningless. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, now that's why now is very important. Now is like they they got to start ripping some wins off. Yeah, they're going to start today. Because otherwise, this could be I over. I have a feeling the price is going to be right. Those Yankees yeah. are such shitbags. That whole fucking team is just such a shitty team. They got lucky <laughs> getting that, that shortstop. They got lucky getting that third baseman. These were all fill-in players. And they got lucky. Yeah. Ah. Uh. All right, well, uh, you want to hear another clip? Hell yeah. All right. This is uh, this one's a little violent. This is the uh, from the Sopranos. This is when old man Bacala uh, uh-huh. killed uh, Mustang Sally. Classic. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, see that? Pretty tough for an old guy. Love the look of place. Chap Dog Sports Network. It's a nice night he's got there. Is that Mark Caruso? No, Mark's much healthier than that. He's Italian, though. Jerry ain't gonna help him. What do you think it is? Bulletproof? That's Bobby Bacala's father. Dead now. Yeah, at the end of this game. <laughs> sure likes that cigarette. Yeah. Oh. Why would you like That's a horrible hat. Somewhere in Van Nuys. Van Nuys Boulevard? Probably. <laughs> I never, you ever get it that way? I never go to the valley, do you? I used to. Why? Are you trolling hookers or something? I'm uh, working. I'm trying to work. Yeah, yeah. working work. In the center. Center. Selling your ass on the was fucking earth. Oh, oh no, he dropped something. Oh, it was an ailer. What an awful feeling. <laughs> Full of blood. Covered in blood. Uh-oh. Better pull over, buddy. Now he can't breathe. On David Hurst Avenue. Uh-oh. Ow. Head on in You're out of here. <laughs> Chab Dog Sports Network. <laughs> Is that a classic or what? Classic. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that oh. he smashed into it. He was spitting blood into the rag. That was Paulie from uh, Rocky. 
Yeah, that was that was uh, Burt Young. That's the actor. Burt Young, great actor. I know. You know what else Burt Young was in? Was he was in the uh, the movie Back to School? That's right. He, he was, was the he was uh, Thornton Rollins' bouncer. Yeah, he was the driver, yeah. I think. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, uh, he's like, hey, how would I look in the last commercial? He's like, he's like, yeah, you could lose a couple pounds. I got to get bigger actors. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I loved him. <laughs> what? What? Remember what Ralph okay, said man. about that? Remember what Ralph said about him uh, when when he found out that 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 he was going to knock Mustang Sally off? That Tony had him do that. He said, "What's he going to do? Gum the guy to death?" <laughs> Looking Cipharetto classic. Classic Ralph. Oh yeah. There's another uh here, let me see if I can find the other one I wanted to play. This is this is hilarious. Ah, I can't find it. Oh, here. Oh, here. This is good. You'll like this. How much money did you make today, Slut? Three hundred. That's all, bitch? Oh, I'm put you back on the street, ho. Like you worked that ass. Put me back on the street, baby, yeah. Worked that ass, you little cunt. Yeah, you worked it, baby. Mama's a little tramp. Mama's a little who? Uh, I'm gonna pimp you out, bitch. Yeah. I gotta get that. Hello. Oh no no. Hi, Rob. How are you? What? I I can't hear you too good. It must be your cell phone. You in the car? Oh no no. I'm coming home. Yeah. No, chicken's great. Um, no, yeah, me too. Bye. God, we're so naughty. How can we do this with Ro on the phone? What? We're so wacky. No regard for nothing, huh? Crazy. <laughs> and, then, and then he, and then in the, uh, he's with those two guys. You know, he's, he's telling them about this, and he's, he's, he's saying that she, she, she's lying that she said she did this to him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that bitch said? She said that I wanted her to <laughs> pimp me out. <clears throat> and that's when he called the, uh, the old age. He called Polly's mother at the old age home. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Sopranos was the best show ever. Yeah. So it was a big hole in my life when that thing went off the air. Me too. I don't know. We'll ever see anything like that again. That was a phenomenon. 
Yeah. Well, uh, we're at 10 11 o'clock, so uh, that will be all for today. But uh, let's hope that next week brings a better outlook. Oh, I have a great outlook for the Red Sox. It's bright skies ahead. Trust me. They have the best lineup in baseball, and the pitching is fire the pitching coach, you know? Get some balls. Fire the fucking pitching coach. Can't hurt. Okay, well, Dave Dombrowski, you have your marching orders. Clean house. It's time to uh, your your head of baseball operations act like it and do something that shakes this up and make, create some uh, pa- path for for getting through this mess to the wild card because uh, you guys are you're just mat you're just jerking yourself off right now. Right. Uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna go out with another Elton John song. I don't know if you heard this. This is a great song off of the uh, Yellow Brick Road album. And um, we'll talk to you next week or sooner, okay? All right. Have a great week. Yeah, you too. I'm back on dry land once again. Opportunity with me like a rat in the drain. We're all hunting honey with money to burn. Just a short time to show you that we learn If boys all behave themselves here Well there's pretty young ladies and beer in the rear You won't need a gut at the sleep of night Oh, prices are charges We'll see you all night Oh,